Good morning. This is Angela Fairbanks, the Spirit-Led Mama, and today I'm going to be talking about worry and what we can do about worry. So the title of this podcast is Relax and Quit Worrying. God's Got This. So in the morning before I sit down and do my Bible study and write my blog post for the Spirit-Led Mama, what I do is I pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal to me the message that I'm to study and deliver to everyone for that day. So I thought I would be writing this morning about prayer, but after I prayed, I received a different prompting. So today I feel like talking about worry, and I know that for those of you who can't see this, I've got a picture of a dinosaur in my rearview mirror, and I know that the dinosaur in the rearview mirror is a bit of an exaggerated worry, but I just thought it was adorable, so I didn't want to pass it up. So we all know that we're to turn our worries over to God, that uh, really no good comes from stressing and obsessing over our troubles. It would serve all of us well, and I definitely include myself in this, to pray first about our concerns and troubles, trying to find our answers in the word, and then seek counsel as needed. Meaning prayer about our issues needs to be the very first thing we do, not what we do as a last resort. The passage that I'm studying today is from Matthew 6, 25 through 34, and I'm going to break this down for you verse by verse. Matthew 6, 25 says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? So my take on this is God created you. God breathed life into you. He can be trusted with the details of our life. I often think that I'm in control of my life, and while I am in control of things like putting my shoes on and taking care of myself and making my bed, etc., ultimately, he is in control of my comings and goings. I've said before that if I'm running late and getting to a stoplight, like stoplight after stoplight on my way to a meeting while I'm getting frustrated, what God might be doing is saving me from an accident that awaits up ahead. That had I gone on through, I could have been in that accident. Because he is omniscient, he knows everything that will be happening in time before it has even happened. So that's mind-blowing, isn't it? The next verse Matthew 6, 26 says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest food. Excuse me. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? So we have today and worrying about where our future is going to take us can diminish our power to do the things that we need to be doing today. Do we still need to plan for the future, plan for retirement, things like that? Of course, we want everyone to be responsible. But hold those plans lightly in your hands and be open to God changing them for the purposes of his ultimate glory. Now, Matthew 6.27 says, Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? We all know that the answer to that is no. Worrying can be more of a harm than a help. 
you absolutely cannot add any quality to your life nor days to your life by worrying. It's totally fruitless. <clears throat> Going on to Matthew 6.28. And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for, for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And that's going from Matthew 6, 28, all the way through 30. Well. God does not ignore those who depend on him. Just like we take care of our children, they are our responsibility. And good parents would never neglect the needs of their own children, nor does God ignore all or neglect our needs. Remember that we are the highest order of creation and God will take care of what we need. Matthew 6:21, excuse me, Matthew 6:31 says, "Don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows your needs." That's so comforting to me. Because we can be confident that God already knows all of our needs, we can also be confident that he will meet all of those needs. For those who worry, we're really exhibiting a lack of faith in God and also lack of understanding of his power. This is the God who created the entire universe. Don't you think he can work out your problems, whether they're big or small, whenever you seek him? Matthew 6.33 says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Now, God has big plans for us. God wants us to pursue our dreams and our goals, but we can't do that if we're spending all of our time worrying. If we can manage to live our lives one day at a time, instead of always worrying about trying to live for tomorrow early, that'll help us to stay focused on the immediate time at hand and not be so consumed about worrying about tomorrow. But there is responsibility here. We are commanded to seek the kingdom of God above all else. So that's the part that we have to do. So what does that look like in a practical sense? I've broken this down for you into a few steps. So let's, let's dive into this. Number one, we need to be filling our thoughts with his desires. Think on things that would be pleasing to God. Remember that old adage, what would Jesus do from a few years ago? Thinking about the things, think about the things that Jesus would think about. Maybe loving your neighbor more being kind and helpful to others, putting others' needs ahead of your own needs, those would be great places to start. Number two, take God's character on as our own. Just like our thoughts and the, and the point I just mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, try to behave as Jesus would behave. Number three, serve and obey God in all things. So the, we all know the Big Ten, the Ten Commandments, that would be an awesome place to start. If we all followed the Ten Commandments every day, 
we would virtually have no trouble. Number four, it is so easy to let other things, and these are often very important things, compete for priority with God's position. And if we're not careful, those people, objects, goals, desires can quickly become more important to us than serving God. So we need to actively choose to give God that number one spot in every single area of our lives. So what will happen to us if we fail to follow this pattern and turn our worries over to God? Well, there, there are several things, several ugly things. Number one, for starters, we can damage our health, our physical health. How many of us struggle with high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, etc., all based out of worry? Number two, our productivity is disrupted. That, that's an easy one because we lose focus on our work because we are worrying about everything else. Number three, we can easily treat others poorly. When we worry incessantly, we get in a bad mood and get majorly stressed out. And if you think that you don't take it out on your kids or your coworkers or your spouse, ask them. Maybe you don't. I know that I do. I know that I can very easily struggle here. And lastly, worry can reduce our ability to trust in God. It creeps in, believe me. Are you experiencing any of these ill effects of worrying? I recently read that worry immobilizes, but concern moves you to action. And I think that that is very appropriate for all of us. And pr just pray with me now, please. Father God. Thank you for your willingness to govern over our lives. You are our awesome king. Please forgive us for our lack of faith when we worry. Your word says that when we live righteously, you will give us everything we need. Please remind us to turn our worries over to you the minute they come into our lives. Remind us to pray for your guidance and your direction. Help us to live righteously and in a manner that is glorifying to you and your kingdom. We love you, Lord. Amen.